I told my wife. I said, I came out, and I said, hey, listen, Michelle, <laughs> you know how lucky you are. I'm the second most handsome guy in baseball, manager. And she was cooking dinner, and she didn't miss a beat. She turned around, and she said, so everybody else must have been tied for first. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Thompson's got jokes. He's the handsomest manager in the entire world from the Nosebleeds. Second most. Welcome in. Dude, this I is a change. I can't believe we opened with a comedy. Of course we did. Dude, it's like SNL cold open. But uh, Pat O'Leary, <laughs> Vince Lobiondo, and Sarah are here uh, via satellite. Oh, wow. And so is uh, Taylor, who is just an expert at audio and the and and the like. Um, I'm really grateful that that you're on board with us and that you're able to play that spot. But we, Rob Thompson, let's address that real quick before we get into the Birds Giants. Rob Thompson was voted the second handsomest <laughs> manager in Major League Baseball. This is your by open? the way. By the way, I guess so. It is just it <laughs> is it, it is so. Flawed. I mean, it is more important. It is absolutely flawed, though, the way that they go about this. Because they, are you calling him not hot? No, I think he's the hottest. Who he's was number the, one? I, I don't know, dude. I, I wish well, you I should know this. I know. If you're going to do a whole segment on I mean, this, there's, you know this. there's dude, no there way. There are Rob, zero attractive managers in Major League Baseball right now. Gabe zero. Kapler. I mean, Gabe Kapler. I mean, he's not a manager. Gabe okay. Kapler. Gabe Kapler probably okay, Gabe Kapler is probably the hottest. Gabe Kapler is a smoke show. Yeah, yeah, but so is uh, the, the guy that used to to, to manage the Cardinals, uh, Mike Matheny. He, oh, I, yeah, I call yeah. him Mike McDreamy. I mean, he is <laughs> he's hot. Like not for nothing. I mean, that's a good looking man. Um, but listen, Rob Thompson should be number one. Then I go Mike Matheny. Then I go Gabe Kapler. Brian Snicker's up there. He looks like a turkey. But Brian <laughs> Snicker, he's like so. That's uh, not real. Where's he's Dusty like Baker so uh, Braves manager. He's like so ugly that like he's cute. Where's Dusty Baker? Dusty Baker's 72 years old. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, is he uh, so white, old that white he's guys cute? only? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> surprise, I, dude, surprise. It has nothing man. to do with that. Uh, I just think Dusty Baker is not in the top five. Tony LaRusso. He might be top 10. <laughs> Tony LaRusso's got to be bottom 50, you know, out of the 30 major league teams. But <laughs> I, I can't think of another manager that's literally hotter than uh, Rob Thompson besides Kapler. Charlie Manuel in his prime? I know. Active managers. <laughs> Like, like I can't imagine. All right, who do we play in the playoffs? The the Cardinals. The Cardinals. That's I mean, uh, Marble or whatever the hell his name is. A good looking guy. Padres. Yeah, but Bob Melvin. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Seventy some years old. See, I mean that. I think you're just ageist. It's just not a compliment, though. You know what I mean? Because there's there's like not a very attractive mix. Uh, I don't know. There's okay. there's definitely hotter NFL head coaches. McFloor or LaFleur, <laughs> McFloor. I'm combining you, you the McVay, I'm, yeah. I'm combining the two hottest coaches. He's, just, uh, he's thinking about a McFlurry. McVay, uh, yeah, <laughs> McVay and LaFleur are my top two. Sirianni, when he shaves, is probably top what three. The fuck was that? Sirianni, what the absolute fuck was Nick that? Nick Sirianni, when he shaves, is top five. What's his name? Sirianni. Nick Sirianni, when he shaves, is top five. But he looks horrible with with whatever he's got going on today. He needs like a shape up or something. He needs something. He's losing sleep, bro. He, he's he's just all night. Just he's just all night on the Pizza Hut the app. Giants. He's just trying to order Pizza Hut all night, <laughs> surrounded by amazing pizza shops in South Philly, and he goes Pizza Hut. Whatever. We'll get into that later. You're one to talk about appearances. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, am <laughs> oh, I on TV Vince, all the just time? Just so you know, he, Seamus walked out to my car today in a short sleeve shirt and shorts. What's Is wrong that a violation, with you? Vince? No, it's just it's cold out. It's forty five degrees, forty eight degrees. <laughs> In January. I mean, I don't know if that's shorts and short sleeve weather just yet. 
You should see me up the mountains, man. It's going to be a street yeah, show. He's going to be butt naked. It's gonna <laughs> oh, be, I mean, yeah. There's no laws up there. You know what I mean? He's going to be I a yeti not. running around. There's no, there's no laws at the at the pleasure at you the look, pleasure dome. You look like a Phillies employee tonight. <laughs> you do. Well, I mean, that is my aspiration. <laughs> I, I want to be the next Harry Cow. Dress for the job you want. I, I I dress for the job I want every day of the week. And that's how I go about my business. But aren't they required to wear pants? Let's talk now. <laughs> let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk about the Eagles hosting a uh, divisional round game uh, on Saturday night. Saturday at fifteen. For some reason, they give the two major markets, New York and Philly, the night game. Yeah, I don't understand it, but because um, it's prime time. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess both games time. are prime time, but I rather I. So, all right, before we get into the the the, the preview of the game and such, because we have plenty of time to do that. Do you prefer, just in general, I'm not talking about playoffs, I'm talking about in general, do you prefer the 1 o'clock, the 4 o'clock, or the primetime 8 o'clock game, or 8.30, whatever? Well, if it's regular season, I'm going to be honest, I'd prefer like a 4 o'clock game. See, I'm against the 4 o'clock game. I like it. I like it just because it's like that perfect little medium. So if you go down and like tailgate and stuff, and you get you get a good amount of tailgate in, and you get home and at a decent hour, uh, you're not up until like fucking 2 in the morning, the night before you have to work. That's true. So that's that's a nice plus. What about you, Vince? What, what uh, I, I'm stuck between. I think I think I'll go the 1 p.m. game. You know, I love throwing on the Eagles, throwing on red zone on a second monitor. But I honestly do really like the primetime games because I don't know. There's like a certain like cool feeling about like everyone is watching my team right now. Well, yeah, you know and I, mean? I agree with that. But the reason why I like the one o'clock game is because if you you can wake up, say say it's an away game. I like the 1 o'clock away game because you can wake up. Let's say wake up, sleep in on a Sunday, wake up at like 1130. You're not feeling the pressure of a tailgate. Not feeling the pressure of a tailgate. You can have like whatever. Eat a donut or whatever, and then you start cracking the beer early. I mean, you you (laughs) can crack a beer early, and nobody can judge you because the game is coming on soon. So you could start drinking as soon as you wake up, and that's why I prefer the 1 o'clock game. Yeah, but you could also do that with any football. I can't. That's yeah, not true. Because, you know, the, the lightweight in me is just going to make me fall <laughs> off a bar stool again. And we, we don't want that to happen. I remember being younger, being a kid and like waking up on a Sunday, like Eagles getting ready to kick off at one. And my mom would take us to like the 1230 mass. It's like, oh, that's the worst kickoff, you motherfucker. But 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 see, like and, you know, your mom's a nice lady. But I go, that is very bad. That you, that that's you can't do that. Thankfully, like, I'm a grown man now and I can make my own decisions and I will gladly be watching football. Except on Christmas and Easter. I mean, dude, to be honest with you, I haven't <laughs> gone to Christmas or Easter. Ma- I, I went to, mass. yeah, I went to Christmas Eve mass this year during the Eagles Cowboys game, and I just <laughs> streamed it on my phone, and I got in a lot of trouble for that after. Oh, did the priest come down and say, "Hey, come to my office"? <laughs> no, I know better than to do that. <laughs> okay, never, never go behind the altar with a priest. Okay, just I know don't better. do it because you that know was what? James's favorite spot as a kid. And, and I'm not saying like wherever you go, St. Matt's or whatever the hell Northeast <laughs> Church that you go to. I, I don't know which one you go to. Cecilia's, whatever. I, I don't know, but so I don't know the priest there. I'm How many saying, Northeast churches do you know? I know all of them, but <laughs> yeah, I feel like I know all of them too from playing like CYO basketball and shit. Yeah, it's pretty right. easy to like when you when you grew up playing CYO. It's pretty easy to it's name pre- all the places that, And that's how you know. But also, like I, <laughs> James know, just knows because he's no, weird. Because no, because my aunts <laughs> were like we'll be driving around Northeast Philly. They'll they'll go to like shopping bag or rest in peace by the way to the shopping bags no more there in Mayfair Mall. But like we'll be driving around the Northeast. And then every church that we or closed down church will be oh that was St. Bart's, oh that's St. Tim's, oh that's St. Matt's, oh that's St. Ce- Cecilia's, oh this is that that I don't give a shit what church it is. You secretly do. 
Oh my god! But you wanted to tell everybody else about it. But anyway, um. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Eagles play a playoff game this Saturday. So but is, I, this a, is this a trap game, Vince? No, no playoff game is ever going to possibly be a trap <laughs> game. But like, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm going to be honest. I actually think that it's getting to the to the point where people are not believing in the Eagles enough. Um. I guess I'll run through my thoughts real quick. I disagree. Um, I I get the feeling that the national media has suddenly shifted and done a 180 on Daniel Jones after one good game against the worst or second worst defense Mm -hmm. in the whole league. The Minnesota Vikings Mm -hmm. defense is stinky, dog shit, sewer water, lighted on fire, bad. Yeah, and but like, Danny Dimes has been getting compared to Josh Josh Allen by which some is insane. You know, you, you heard one, about that. One good game against the worst defense in the league, and everyone suddenly forgets that he's not good. He's been bad. I mean, sure, you could argue, oh, maybe this is the catalyst where he turns it around. Maybe, but like, let's see it against a good defense first. Like, let's see what he has for the Eagles. You know, there's no Hassan Reddick on the Minnesota Vikings that's going to be hitting them after every throw. There's no, you know. Hargrave, there's no Josh Sweat. All these guys on our defense aren't on the Vikings, and like no, they're, they're, the Eagles' defense is on a different planet compared right, to so Minnesota's like, defense. Let's see so, what Daniel Jones has to offer against a defense that isn't just Swiss fucking right. cheese. And we'll find out. But for a guy like Tiki Barber, who was who was a league a veteran in the NFL, who should know a lot better than than the the nonsense that he's spewing for hit for Tiki Barber to say that Daniel Jones is Josh Allen esque. Is like, just come absolutely on. absurd. See, and that's why I believe that these ESPN, not whatever, F, FS1, whatever, whatever channel you're on nationally for sports, I believe these guys are told to say wild shit to draw up a conversation Dude, to, listen, to stir controversy. I, there is no way Tiki Barber believes that Daniel Jones is the second coming of Josh Allen. I don't want to be the one to uh, make this connection, and I've said stuff like this before, but... uh. Just notice how every time a white quarterback comes out of nowhere and has like a couple good games, how he's crowned. You know, if it's Brock Purdy, he's the next Tom Brady. If it's Daniel Jones, he's now elite. But uh, when a black quarterback has a season that is elite, an MVP season even, uh, there are questions that float around the media are, is it even that him or is he is he even that good or is it really the system? You're not, you you're not referring with, to anyone in, uh, specifically, are you? you? Well, you see that with Jalen Hurts. You've yeah, seen that with, Jaylen, Lamar, with Lamar Jackson. Uh, they can have elite seasons fully, MVP seasons, and their talent, their if it's even them that is the reason for the team's success, that's all in question. But Daniel Jones has one good game, and he's given elite status. Brock Purdy has a couple good starts, and he's the next Tom Brady. Do you see a pattern here? It seems like the that's white true. quarterbacks get all the praise when the black quarterbacks face criticisms that make no sense. Well, that's absolutely a thing. Now, Pat. I, I want to ask you something that I that I've I've been monitoring like Giants Twitter. You know what I mean? I, I want to listening to the Giants and I've radio been listening to WFAN because you're a psychopath. I've been listening to Roberts and uh, whatever the hell his name is, Carton and Roberts. I've been listening to the whole thing, and I, I just wanted to get so like a pulse of like what these New York Football Giants fans are thinking. And let me tell you something: I heard a, a lot of nonsense. I heard, and by the way, Carton on WFAN is a Jets fan, so he's actually pulling for the Eagles this week, so shout out to him. Used to work in Philadelphia, by the way. And he's a felon, too, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, <laughs> neither here nor there. You don't have to give this guy's whole biography. But they were saying <laughs> that 
a caller, of course, was saying, talking Super Bowl, Super Bowl. The, can you believe the Giants can have a path to the Super Bowl? And then another caller brought up the fact that Jalen Hurts against the Bucks last playoffs shit the bed. What, like, what am I missing here? They, have they not been paying attention to their own games? Everyone in which has the Eagles beat them twice. Everyone has the first time handling. I I just don't get like like all of a sudden they don't understand that Daniel Jones is still trash. I mean, let's be honest. He's mm -hmm. fine, but I mean, compared to Hurts, he's trash. He's it, nothing special. It seems like everyone has forgotten who the top dog in the NFC is. I had, woke up today, and the first thing I saw on like Get Up on ESPN is uh. I forget who exactly. I that was, was brutal. It might have even been Stephen A. saying that the NFC Championship is really the Niners Cowboys game. It's as if again, I'm not gonna do this. Like I feel like every year, like every Philadelphia team, you have to turn them into an underdog. And like I'm not gonna say the, the Eagles are an underdog, obviously, because they're not. But like it's giving those kinds of vibes again, where like no one respects us. Like everyone is saying, oh, it's the Cowboys chart. Uh, Cowboys Niners is the real championship. It's like I'll tell you did what. You forget not, not about the whole season. Nationally, I, I believe that it's fair to say that the mm. Eagles are the underdogs. I, I because they do, the, nationally we are the underdogs. They do what not. What does that mean? They do not yeah, respect. Well, they do he's not saying that I wouldn't say. It. They do not respect the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I'm no, I get what Seamus is saying. Taylor, he's I'm not talking. talking about these, I'm talking about these specific talking heads that um, that are just. The, not paying attention to the Eagles that are still saying that Jalen's probably still hurt, even though he hasn't been listed on the injury report. He's been practicing. He's clearly fine. Correct People me if I'm wrong, saying, What you're trying to say is not that the Eagles are underdogs in this game against the Giants, but that in the NFC right now, the Eagles are underdogs. Yes, uh, yeah, absolutely. From a sense. national no, 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 Yeah, but that's exactly at first, what I At first, saying. I thought you were saying the Eagles were underdogs to the Giants. No, so obviously, like, what? obviously not. I mean, I'm just, obviously not. What's confusing like, me about that? Too much uh, New York radio. Yeah, <laughs> No, no, no. Me about this Giants thing. I'm saying in the that, NFC, uh, no, none, none of these talking heads are, count, are are pulling for the Eagles or even picking the Eagles. Yeah, no, it's natural. And uh, so that is an underdog. That is, they're, they're underdogs. One thing confusing that. me with the Giants thing is that nationally, uh, nationally speaking, most people pick the Giants to beat the Vikings because everyone thought the Vikings were frauds. Mm -hmm. I mean, and most I'm, people did, yeah. Meaning, I'm sure that all of New York that are Giants fans were also picking themselves to upset the Vikings. But then, when that upset happens, suddenly everyone's like, Daniel Jones is elite, and the Giants are going to the Super Bowl. Like, did, was that was that your belief all along? Because if you thought the Giants were going to win the game, why are you acting so like surprised at making these grand statements? Like when they actually won, unless well, from the it's beginning. because they it's because they they were not expecting the Giants to go on a run this season. They they were not expecting right. Uh, uh, of course, to get to a divisional round. I'm just confused that like the like uh, I put myself in the shoes. The Giants are going to win this game. I have no doubt about it. The Vikings are frauds. The Giants are going to win. But then they win, and I'm like suddenly, oh well, now that they won, they're going to the Super Bowl. It's like, well, why didn't I think that last week? If I already thought they were going to win anyway. Well, because they, they, they deep down they they know, you know what I mean? Like deep down they they, they weren't buying that the Giants were Super it's Bowl just contenders. Just like suddenly the whole national media is running away with this. Like not not saying they think they're going to beat us, but this like, oh the Giants, man, they might be for real. It's like we all thought they were going to beat the Vikings. The Vikings are frauds. Like let's not make let's not act like the Giants are some elite team now. Well, they're clearly not. But I mean, also, no. I think it's just natural to root for the underdog. Like, I mean, we all we all have said it many times. It's storyline so wise, yeah, storyline wise, especially. But like, also, like even in college shit, like obviously we were rooting for you were rooting for TCU to to win the national championship. You knew it wasn't going to happen, but like, hey, no, underdog no, story no is much more. No college talk, please. No, yeah. but it's uh, but I'm saying it's much more compelling. 
Uh, no, I thought I, you wanted to talk college. I, I agree. If you're a neutral fan, yeah, you know, you're rooting for yeah. the underdog. I just don't understand from like a a talking head perspective about how like again like the, oh the, mm. ch- the the Cowboys Niners is the real NFC championship game like that you're supposed to keep your feelings out of it. Clicks. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, oh, it's, yeah. clicks, and it, and it yeah. is for clicks. It, clicks. it is for clicks, and that's it, what it's become. It's become a hot take. I've I've lost a lot of respect for. Yeah, not that I, I know this is going to be like a laughed off statement because like who had respect for ESPN anyway? But like only oh, oh, Scott Van Pelt. Well, between this and like I, I'm not going to go off on a tangent here. Just while we're on the topic of ESPN, uh, the whole like Dana White situation and how like. Stephen A. Smith like went on there to like back Dana White, and then another ESPN MMA reporter came out with a tweet saying like, "Hey, just so you all know, like we don't all have this soft of a take on domestic violence. ESPN just told us to not say anything about it because ESPN Ariel? is not. No, no, it was no, a different guy. Ariel is not ESPN. He hasn't been on ESPN for a while. Yeah. Dana White fucking hates him because he's the only real journalist in the sport. But mm-hmm. basically, you know, that guy saying like, uh. The UFC and ESPN are so closely tied that if Dana White has a downfall and UFE does, then it hurts ESPN. So basically, like, fucking zip it. ESPN is just a shit show. All right. Now, now looking forward to Saturday night, which, which, first of all, I think is absolutely phenomenal. Philadelphia on a Saturday night. Eagles in the divisional round playoff game. It's going to be electric. It's going to be absolutely electric. I assume that they're going to open the lots up earlier than usual. I, I just assume that because of the playoffs. Uh, the, many people are not going to survive until game time. I mean, I mean, that's you just, probably won't. That's just the laws of nature. No, people the will be drinking for nature, twelve straight hours. Uh, yeah, people are going to be drinking and they're going to pass out by the second by the by the second half. Let, let's just be real. Um, yeah. So, but either way, it's going to be electric. A Saturday playoff game is just it's just so awesome. Genius. And it, it's going to be crazy. Like on the on the topic of the schedules, real quick before we like do you use. I know it's fuck the Cowboys. You know, we're all Eagles fans. Fuck the Cowboys. Hate them. Well, but I'm it, rooting for the Cowboys this it, week. It is absolute bullshit that, that uh, the Bucks and the Cowboys played on Monday. And they have the, – so the Niners are getting an extra day of rest. And it's just that, – mm-hmm. that is so dumb. And, like, people comment, like, you know, oh, well, then if you didn't want to be at this disadvantage, like, get a higher seed. It's like – Dude, the, the lower seed means you have no control over where you play and who you play. It shouldn't be when you play. Like, you shouldn't get rewarded with an extra day of rest. I think that is absurd. And they should have just had all the games on Sunday. There shouldn't have been a Monday night game. Yeah, yeah but Vince, it's they, they super wild card weekend. Yeah, they have the contracts super. with the ESPN. ESPN just, has to have, you know, an, one last hurrah with Buck and Aikman, right? Yeah. Listen, I, I agree. It's just if I was a fan of a team that was in that position or even like a coach or a GM or something that was in that position, I would be kind of pissed off that I'm getting it. Yeah. The other team's getting an extra day of rest. I don't think day. one extra day is going to do much, but either I, I understand what you're saying. Um, but looking forward to the Dallas game this weekend, I, I'm rooting for Dallas. Because I think the the most the, like our Super Bowl w- would be Cowboys Eagles. No, and our an Super NFC Bowl is the Super game. Bowl. Yeah, no shit. But if there would be more <laughs> energy surrounding that game than than the actual Super Bowl, can I, I be? I, I really, I, don't know I really believe that. What? Can I be a Cowboys Eagles to go? It, it no, will be. Wouldn't. Especially, no, I'm talking no. more so for the casual fans. If Dallas, Dallas Eagles. Everybody watches the Super Bowl. Am, what are you talking? Casual about? fans watch the Super Bowl. For, I am rooting for the Cowboys. Eagles Cowboys NFC Championship game. Can I can I be a coward for a minute? Colin? I want to be. I, no, I want to be. I just want to be a coward for one second. Um, yeah, Colin. Colin. I, obviously, an Eagles Cowboys NFC Championship would be so fucking awesome. Electric. And I I honestly think that regardless of which team it is, right now I'm still on the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl train. But I will say this: I would prefer the Niners to win this weekend, just because 
I can stomach, you know, I'd be terribly crushed, but I could stomach a loss to the Niners. If the Eagles were team? if the Eagles were no, no, it's just because if the Eagles <laughs> it's if the if the Eagles were to lose the happen. NFC championship <laughs> to the Cowboys, I would I would be I would need to like You you could have said what we were about to say. I, I would kill myself. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. it's not like you haven't said it. You before. already, yeah, you said it already. Yeah. If the Eagles didn't get the one seed, you were going to well, do it. So, you're yeah, they came, they, they came this this close. <laughs> you're not a Christmas Eve mass like, anymore. I'm being Vince a coward. Was on, the ledge on, on the Sunday against he, the Giants backups. Like, was. I'm, he was like I'm, man, what, what the hell is my game plan? I'm being a coward because I think the Eagles win either way, and like you shouldn't go in with that kind of mentality. But I would much rather lose to the Niners than to the Cowboys. I'd rather lose to any team than the other than the Cowboys. Well, I, I mean, I'm not even thinking like that because I think the Eagles destroy the Cowboys again. I think we would win. I'm just saying, you know, if if no, we had watching, to lose, but I'm more I'm more afraid of Brock, of Brock Purdy's uh, 49ers than I am of the Cowboys. Watching what Gardner Minshew did to the Cowboys defense, I have no doubt in my mind we would absolutely destroy. I mean, the Cowboys. he put up what 40 some points 34. in Dallas. Yeah, or almost 40 points in Dallas. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You think Jalen Hurts? And we still almost won it at the end. And we almost won it. So, <clears> listen, I'm not worried about the Cowboys in an NFC Championship game. I And that's why I'm rooting for Dallas this week. I think Dallas is the easier opponent. I mean, of uh, in my now you can go Brock Purdy with the inexperience coming into Lincoln Financial Field. He might, you know, pass out out of, you know, pure horror. <laughs> I mean, I... Mean, I, I uh, I agree the Cowboys are an easier opponent. When you compare the two defenses, they're both very good, but the Niners' defense is better. And then, like, yes, Brock Purdy could collapse at any moment being a rookie fucking Mr. Relevant in the playoffs. But, like, let's – Dak – everyone's, you know – listen, Dak Prescott uh, on Monday against the Bucks played one of the best games of his career. He played awesome. Except he stepped for the opening up. five drives. He, he stepped up when they needed him to. But, like, again, I am very, like – I don't buy into one, like, start. Like, I need to see – uh, a pattern here because what Dak Prescott did on Monday is is the outlier of his season. He's well, been Tampa awful. Bay sucks too. Let, like, let's keep that in mind. Dak Prescott has been awful this season. He has thrown so many interceptions. He has looked so bad. What he just did on Monday is an outlier. So like, I'm expecting him to get back to who he is in the next game or in the possible NFC Championship game. Speaking like, of that game, uh, Tom Brady looked very good. I mean that red zone interception was really that, I, that was why the is he not retiring in his, dude. In his why? he's not coming back. Everyone say Raiders, no, he Raiders, is. Raiders. He's gonna come back. He's not gonna come back. Bro, he's I not guarantee gonna go out it. like that. He's I, done. He's not gonna go out like that. He, no, he see, will. Pat. No, well, what, what, I disagree. He wants to get, I, go out worse. I yeah. disagree with. I disagree with both of you. I disagree with Shane because he's a hundred percent gonna come back. No. And Pat, like he's not like he doesn't want to go out like this. Like. This is the slippery slope he has started since he uh, won the Super Bowl as a buck and didn't mm-hmm. retire after that. Because mm-hmm. now he doesn't want to go out like this every year. It's going to keep getting worse and yep. worse and worse <laughs> and until awesome. he has to go out at the very bottom of the barrel. And it's incredible. I will love watching every fucking second of it. Vince, I'm willing to bet you $50 cash. Uh, okay. I'll I mean, I might Venmo you. But I, will, I will bet you $50 Tom Brady does not retire. And I will bet you $50 that Tom Brady is not coming back. We've they've, seen the last of Tom Brady. Okay. They've had, they, they've had little to no run game in Tampa all year. Yeah. That's what's really. Tom Brady we, still we, is not seen, very good, but he will be back. the last of Tom Brady. I and Mike com- Evans also just couldn't catch, apparently, on Sunday. I completely disagree. He'll be back. Monday. Well, how about Jalen Waddle? <laughs> isn't it isn't it crazy <laughs> how Tom? Oh isn't my it, god, he was horrible. I mean, Tom that was Bur- embarrassing. Well, I didn't realize we were moving to Jalen Waddle. I was still talking about Tom Brady. Well, you said somebody couldn't. Get, somebody said he, nobody. Mike Evans couldn't catch the ball. So you know, immediately I <laughs> well, think of Jalen Rager. What I was gonna say. Is imagine, yeah, Jalen Waddle is what immediately comes to mind when I think of <laughs> dropping passes. But anyway, um, 
Well, Tom Brady he, he really could have. Tom Brady could have went out a Super Bowl champ. He could have been like, "Look at you, get fuck you guys. I won a Super Bowl without Be- Bre- uh, Belichick. I went to a new team. I won." He could have retired, hung him up, had his family. But instead, that psychotic <laughs> well, motherfucker he still has his family. Well, he, his, his wife is gone and fucking other men. That's just you I know, mean, the you way don't know the world. that for sure. He has I'm nothing not, to go home wait, to. If you now, have proof, why wouldn't if, he? If you have video football? evidence that Giselle was sleeping with other men, please send it by way. Uh, <laughs> All right, saying, well, just send God, it my way dude, anyway so that game sucked i genuinely I don't know verify it yeah, i genuinely okay. don't know why people <laughs> tried to talk their way into the thinking the bucks would win that game the bucks have been awful all year they've they've been they were in a fucking playoff race with the people. panthers yeah. I, th- no, I, thought, I just i thought it would have been hysterical if the cowboys yeah, lost and, and i was rooting, that's the only reason i was rooting, rooting against the cowboys yeah. was, and, yes i was rooting against them but i knew like without a shred of a doubt they would like I knew without a shred of a doubt the Cowboys were gonna win. The Bucks stink. No, they're I, I was trying to justify it in my head. I was like, well, the Cowboys stink too. I mean, like their defense the, is pretty horrible. They're Why just did he better throw the than ball the Bucks? sixty thousand times? Sixty-six too. times. Are you how does, kidding me? How does a forty-five-year-old man go out there and throw the ball sixty-six times? What's crazy? In a game? Is Leonard like... Fournette that bad? I mean, yes. I, I mean, yes. is that why? Like he can't... Rashad White, a rookie, was has been outplaying him for the second half of the season. Oh, that's bad, man. That's brutal. That's I feel true. like Tom won't actually be so bad when he gets on a team with an O line. I feel like a lot of his problems this year were that that offensive line is so bad and he's so old, like he just doesn't want to get hit anymore. So he did like yeah. a fuck ton of throwaways yep. and just like bullshit like that because he doesn't want to get hit. And that offensive line is really bad. So, I mean, obviously, like, you know, Seamus thinks he's going to retire. Most people are talking about which team is more likely between like, you know, the, the Raiders or a couple other different teams. But like, if you get an offensive line around Tom Brady, I think he can be decent still. I mean, like, Absolutely. no, yeah, he, he's, he can he's still cooked. be decent. He's cooked. Listen, he's cooked as far as like he is no longer in the conversation of best quarterback, even in the NFC. Keller thinks that like he can be fine. Old men, it's normal for them to just be quarterbacks like forever, St- which doesn't make any sense. Statistically, this is one of his best seasons, and if as long as he's protected, like Vince says, he had a very he's bad fine year. in the pocket and he can hit. Yeah, he just isn't he, willing he to get hit anymore because he's so old and fragile. But it depends what team you put him on, what the offense looks like. Yeah. I think he, listen, I don't think he's in contention. You're never going to be mentioning him amongst the best quarterbacks in the conference. But like, I think that he could be fine. I think whatever team he's on will be like hovering right above 500 and miss the playoffs by like a game or two like or uh, two like two games three games something like that like i don't think tom brady is gonna lead a team anymore but like he could be fine also he's gonna sell you tickets that's why like someone like vegas might want him yeah but how do you know like he he wants to come back just because he got embarrassed like he has he has not made any what do you mean what tell her i'm sick of your attitude today here's 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 my my he hasn't had a single inclination that he was gonna retire here, here's my beef with him. Tower thinks that he, like, knows football. And, it, you know, that's fine. Maybe he knows a little bit of football, but he doesn't know more than me about football. Here, here's what <laughs> I observed about Tom Brady, Taylor. You ready? And I'm not trying to – I don't mean any disrespect just because you're my elder. After you disrespect him. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Because, about football. No, because he cut me off, and I think that's rude. What happened is, Taylor, he retired. He announced his retirement last when? year. Last year he announced his yeah. retirement. And then, that, that and then he got the facial surgery that makes him look like an alien because he was preparing to go in a broadcast booth. I think that he's going to like sign a deal with Fox or something. He already this did. Year. He already yeah. did. It's and waiting think, for and him. And I think that's what he's going to do this season. That's all. He signed that two years ago, though. It's been wa- Is it's that wait- fine, it's- Taylor? It's waiting no, for him because you're to gonna be wrong. Well, he but, also but like, you gotta think you gotta have? think because he also do doesn't mean? have a family to go home to anymore. He doesn't have to take care of any kids. They're with Giselle. Taylor. Don't tell I him he's wrong because he's just gonna owe me fifty dollars. 
I mean, he posts his son on his lap, weird, kissing all the time. Neck. No, kissing no. His neck. Okay, okay. <laughs> Very I'm weird, gonna, by the way. I am going to – no, I don't want to go off on a tangent about that because I, I think that people <laughs> that – My think dad never that, did that to me, and we, we have a great relationship. All right? People so that sexualize that, that are a porn addict, and they're fucking weirdos. Or they're just like, hey, that's fucking strange. No, 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 no. People, no, I'm sorry. Bro, he's like 15. You don't know your relationship, bro. It's a dad and his son. Oh my god! It's Vince. weird. It's weird optics. Why? <laughs> no, what's weird that? is people sexualizing and thinking about Tom Brady like fucking his kid or something. Well, dude, I mean, this isn't the you first people time. are the perverts. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, the fact that you're defending it, we gotta. Hey, Sarah, oh check his god. closets. <laughs> no, Sarah, check she, his closets. Every people that aren't complete <laughs> weirdos agree with this. <laughs> Taylor, do you think that was weird? Uh, yeah, that's not normal. Baby. It's not normal. <laughs> it's not normal Vince, I'm not saying it's stop. normal. Vince, if your like, dad started kissing you on the nape of your neck, how would you feel? How would you feel? I have a completely unique relationship with my father. But still. Yeah, but dude, that's not. That's <laughs> no, I just, it's weird. You, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> but I, just, uh, re- I, I just remember last Super Bowl, right? Or the last Super Bowl that the Eagles were, win- were in. They won, by the way, the last Super Bowl. And it was against Tom Brady. I remember the, the ongoing joke was because earlier in the playoffs that year, he kissed his son on the lips. Yeah, he was French and his kid. And it was weird. And I and I kept saying the whole playoff run and into the Super Bowl, I said, Tom Brady swaps spit with his son. See, that's, uh, that's weird to me. it's weird. No, that's it's weird to weird. me that you're thinking about them making out. I saw it live. It's not like I made it up. I, I, I witnessed it. And he continues to do this. Continues. Okay, I don't want to. Okay, anyway. I think it's more normal for AB to, to post his dick on, uh, <laughs> on on his Snapchat story, getting head from his baby mom. I think that's more normal than, than like, kissing well, it's, it's your It's normal son. to AB. Yeah, because he's not normal, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm not saying the AB thing is normal. I'm saying it's more normal <clears throat> to post a video or a picture of your baby mom blowing you on Snapchat <laughs> for the world to see than it is. For the, uh, to, to be weird with your son. That's true. Jamal Murray has also done that. So I, I don't care enough about this topic. So are we going to break down wild card weekend or are we going to break down the Giants-Eagles first? Or AB size. It's not bad. <laughs> I think it's overrated. All right. I, I mean, I've Seahawks, Seahawks-Niners. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll do that before. We'll save the Eagles for last, I guess. Uh, the Seahawks, and, and we already talked about the Vikings-Giants. We talked about the uh, Cowboys-Bucks. The mm-hmm. 49ers and the Seahawks game opened up. Uh, the Seahawks looked. Gave uh, hope. They they gave us all hope. They went up at half. I think they were up thir- seventeen to sixteen. Yep. And then uh, they ended up losing the game forty-one to twenty-two. <laughs> but listen, uh, we're talking about the Niners. We're talking about how scary they are as a potential opponent in the NFC Championship game. Um, that first half should give a glimpse of hope to teams like the Eagles 100%. and the Cowboys because I did not watch that game. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy made mistakes. Brock Purdy. Balls were there to be picked off. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy, a, a better pass rush could have gotten him and prevented him from making some runs. Like if you put a, t- a defense like the Cowboys defense or the Eagles defense up against uh, a Brock Purdy playing that way, there is chance for you to get a lead early due to some turnovers. Like it's going to be legitimately interesting to see this week. You know, if Michael Parsons is just eating Brock Purdy alive, which I completely expect to happen. But uh, anyway, yeah, that game was good for the first half. We're sexually uh, assaulting you. It got boring. <laughs> Uh, you know, Gino is fine. DK Metcalf had what two touchdowns? He's really good, obviously. Uh, Ke- Kenneth Walker is good. Yeah, it, he was abysmal. C- yeah. The Seahawks, honestly, the Seahawks <laughs> are honestly awesome, like not far from like competing for the division if they like add some more. If Gino is going to be, if Gino remains this as good as he was this year, he they just need to 
build the roster a little bit better and they like will be a legit team. Tom Brady's going to the Seahawks. Isn't he like first? How, how old is Geno Smith? Probably like 35. You can't no, sign. No, that's aggressive. You that's too old. That Maybe like 31. Early 30s. Yeah. Early 30s. 30, yeah. 31, 32 years He's old. He's been 30. in the league for yeah. 10 years at least. Well, yeah. Anyway, he looked good. He looked good. 32. He looked fine in the first half. The Thank second half, know. second half was mid, yeah, very fucking mid, right. obviously, as you can tell. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's all I really took from the Niners game is that it gives you a glimmer of hope uh, against them as an opponent. You see some cracks in the armor of Brock Purdy, and we'll see that continue uh, this week potentially. Real, real, uh, real quick, real quick, Vince. Go ahead. Uh, do, do you know Geno Smith's birth name? The full uh, no. birth name of Gino. I think it's elite. Gino. No, 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 no. Taylor, Taylor, tell me Gino's if this. Steaks and tell me if this is not an elite Dan Baker name, right? I'm not going to do the Dan oh, Baker God. thing. Don't worry. Well, you have but to. It, no, you I, have, I, no, no, you no, have no, to. No, 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 you have to. No, no, no. We're, we're pausing the show Boo. until you do. Taylor's already got my Boo. blood pressure. The show is paused. Boo. His name is Eugene. Eugene <laughs> Cyril Gino Smith the Third. Eugene Cyril. Oh, I wish he had a the third on his jersey. That'd make it so much better. Eugene Cyril. That's that's a quality name right there. There you go. Uh, anyway, <laughs> later later uh, on Saturday we had probably the I would say probably the best game of the uh, definitely the best game of the uh, wild card round, which was the Chargers versus the Jaguars. Oh. Yeah, but, yeah, but Al Michaels was not very interested. No, in Al, yeah, Michaels, Al Michaels. He's washed. He needs yeah, to he go. was not interested. I, this game, I luckily did not have to listen to him once. Because oh, I was at, yeah, I was at a party. For the whole thing. It, it was hard. There oh, is a phenomenal. flag on the play. This this <laughs> game was the inverse. And I guess they're not going to care. Oh, he's horrible. This, this game was the inverse of the Seahawks Niners because the first half was boring in this game. And then the, the second half became you absolute know, a, electric. One of the, yeah. So obviously the Chargers went up like what? 24 nothing? 20 something like that. 24 nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30 to 30 to 7 at one point, I think. Yeah. Was the was the biggest Deficit. And then the, the Chargers just did what the Chargers always do, and they choked. Nope. Uh, I, listen, first and foremost, I got to give huge props to, to Trevor Lawrence. Be, mm-hmm. Throwing four picks in the first half of a football game and not like in the first half of your first playoff game, <laughs> I might add, like and not collapsing 100% like mentally is very impressive. So the yes. fact that he came back from those four picks and threw four touchdowns and led his team to victory is, like, highly impressive. It's amazing. It also makes you understand how Carson Wentz was good when he was here because Doug fucking probably would look at him and be like, hey, yeah. I know you turned it over three times in the first half, but you got this. Yeah. Dude, the yeah. And, apparently, Have I... and Doug just has that effect on guys, apparently. So and you it works. To see it. I've been on the ass, I've been on the ass of two teams this whole season, like unrelated to the NFC. You both know what teams oh, I'm yeah. talking about, and I feel yeah. like this weekend vindicated me it, it pretty much in both of them. One of them was the Chargers and Justin Herbert. Um, obviously, I've been saying all year Justin Herbert might be that guy that he like is a talented quarterback, but he's never going to win anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know he kind of didn't play amazing in the second half of that game. He didn't play really great. I mean, they couldn't get a run game established, which is crazy because Austin Eckler literally is the best running back in football this year. But the, and then I also always get on them for the injury thing. Like who can you blame for Mike Williams getting hurt besides yourselves? Like, Oh, well, we'd be, yes, exactly. But like, they always do that bullshit. Like, Oh, we would have won if so-and-so wasn't hurt. It's like, Every single year, the Chargers get the injury bug. Like you, obviously, have to change something up. That's on you. No how, one how else. They always survive. By the way, he. I, I don't know. I, I just don't understand it. Why? Why are you playing your starters in the fourth quarter of a meaningless fucking now, game? A meaningless game. And and by the way, knowing the injury history 
of Mike Williams, who's made out of glass all of a sudden. I mean, he no, always has been, pretty much. No. Yeah, he always has been. I mean, he has been. So Mike Williams and uh, Keenan Allen's right hamstring. There. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, Seamus, I completely Keenan agree Allen's with you. Keenan Allen's hamstring is made out of, like, the thinnest rubber band in the entire world. I that's compl- why I dropped them. People were ready to talk about how, <laughs> you know, Brandon, Brandon Staley is the next McVay and he's the next guy. And, you know, he's the prince who was promised. But uh, so far, not looking like it. One playoff appearance, and you have a historic meltdown. So, and yeah, that game collapse. that game was fun. Shout out to Doug. Shout out to Trevor. Uh, it's going to be fun to yeah, see I'm them. Yeah, I'm very happy for Dougie P. How, um, how about Dougie P now, against Andy? Yeah, that, man, that is, that, that's great. Two that, Eagles legends. I like that. Now, the second I think Andy's going to blow him out of the water. But I, hey. I, yeah, I do, too. No, no, but, no. I think Mahomes is going to blow him out of the water. Um, Nothing to do with Andy. The second team I was right about all year Andy gets lucky with was uh, the Bills. The Bills beat the Dolphins 34-31. to 31. And all year I said Barely. about Josh Allen that Josh Allen is great, but he is not on Patrick Mahomes' level. And everyone was on their knees begging for him to get the MVP before the season even started. He comes out and leads the NFL in interceptions and almost loses a home playoff game to the Skylar Thompson-led Dolphins. Yeah. Well, I'm always on my knees when it comes to Josh Allen. I mean, so, I, I like, be the first to admit, that. I will just continue to push that same point. Josh Allen is good, but he, and it, like great, even he's great, but he will make one or two mistakes in a game where he will look like the worst quarterback in the whole NFL, and it will cost you against good teams. Like, yeah, you didn't beat the Dolphins, who were led by Skylar Thompson. If two now, Taylor, play, can you do two, me a favor, Taylor? Can you break down Skylar Thompson? What you saw out of him? If Tua plays in this game, the Dolphins win. Do it. What do you mean? Do you think he's going to be a, a starting quarterback no, in the league? No. His team. No, no, no. So, no, 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 no. Skyler Thompson? I'm just saying eventually. Will he no. be a starting quarterback in the league? Skyler Thompson. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just asking. He was horrible. Maybe so, he'll be a backup. Horrendous. So why did the Bills <laughs> barely beat Miami? Because, because the Bills are not as good as everyone thinks Josh they are. Josh Allen turned it over like a fucking, like crazy. Josh Allen's fraudulent. Do you, yeah. do you know Josh what, Allen's fraudulent. Do you know That's who, your boy. I never thought I would admit it. I do admit it now. I was shaking in my boots. I ended up rooting for Miami in that game. Oh, I was oh, rooting for Miami. And I, no, 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 but you don't understand. I'm a Josh Allen stan. Like, I love Josh Allen. Like, I love the Bills. Like, I, I honestly, not for nothing, I think they're my AFC team in reality. The Bills. Because of Josh Allen. Uh, and, and I ended up just, just seeing him choke it away. I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Let's go Dolphins. Fins up. I completely, I completely believe the Bengals are going to beat the Bills next week. Uh, listen, the Bills to me oh, just yeah. aren't. They're not that. I don't know. The I don't know. Ham one thing. I, I don't know. I would you know bet I mean? on. I would bet on the Bengals. They're, they're uh, playing for something. Josh Allen is good for a couple turnovers every game at this point, and they're and, running. And also, what is he playing for if he's giving up three three turnovers a game? Well, hey, oh, wait. number three. Hashtag for tomorrow. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Maybe he did it on purpose. But God's th- behind while, all of this. While we're on the topic, the Bengals also, they're another team who look kind of fun. This is just showing to me that the Chiefs are going to run the AFC again because mm-hmm. the Bengals would have lost to the Ravens if Lamar Jackson plays. Yeah. Like, because Joe Burrow was very mid. The whole Bengals team, this whole game was so painfully average and mid. So and like boring. the only thing that broke the dude, the Ravens were possibly gonna go up in this game mm-hmm. until one of the most improbable 99 yard fumble recoveries at the goal line happens. And 
honest, obviously, I'm not going to like bitch about this. I don't care either way. But it is kind of funny how no one has mentioned that uh, Mark Andrews 100% got blocked in the back on that return. Like, he was right there to make a tackle. Yeah, with the got... script writers. Vince yeah, is very writer. hung up on the whole Mark Andrews situation. No, it's just it's he's funny. He's talked about it, like, four a, times today. That was a freakish play. Like the fact oh, 100%. That to tackling I'm just saying, like, it is kind of funny how there was no flag on that one. It was a clear and visible block in the back. It, w- it probably wouldn't have made a difference. The Bengals, at the end of the day, are a better team than the Ravens without Lamar. But, like... So we're talking about the Bills and the Bengals, who both snuck by teams without their starting QB. And in both of these senses, I think they would have lost if the QB plays. Imagine that. We would be in a whole different landscape of the AFC playoff if two quarterbacks started. Like, I think the Dolphins win, and I think the Ravens win. And yeah, we have, I agree. I agree uh, with that. It's crazy to think about that. But since we have Bills, Bengals, I'll, I'll take the Bengals in that one. Uh, I, I got, if I'm putting my money on it, Taylor, I'm going Buffalo. Because... They they barely beat Miami, and that was a wake up call. That was a, a wake up call. It's a new was week, it? and they want it's they, a new week. It's an, they want to win. But it. what about wouldn't that be a wake up call for the uh, Bengals as well? Just barely beating the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. But I think this week you're going to get Demar Hamlin in the building. He's been in the building. Yeah, he was in the building the week before that. Well, no, 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 I guess. I get on, what Thursday, you're saying. The, on Thursday, the week before, is when he first came in the building. Pat, right, Pat, well, but we're talking about getting, Pat, we're talking about getting Demar Hamlin in front of a crowd, getting a crowd riled up. I think okay. that I think that's a thing. I, I really that do. It, he was at the game. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. He tweeted that he was watching it at home. He said that he was not there. They told him. They said he was in the owner's box. No, he was not. He was not. He literally tweeted that he wasn't. I'm Taylor, sure Taylor producer, look into it. I know for a fact he wasn't. This is the they first said, week he was even at the Bills they, facility. They said, they said no, on the he broadcast was there last Thursday. That's they said on the broadcast that Demar Hamlin tweeted out that he was watching it from home. From home, because he's still on oxygen. They're saving. I think they're yeah. No, he was walking around. I'll bet. I'll bet either one of you that he wasn't at that game. I know it for I, a fact. I told you that he wasn't. No, not you. I'm talking about oh. Pat and Taylor. But either way, he's definitely going to be there this week. Yes. Oh, yeah. And you don't think that's going to light a fire under their ass? It will, but it's going to help. The Bills still, the, dude. The Bills. And do. Burrow didn't look good at all last week. Yeah, no, but what I mean, he, Josh Allen. I mean, I'm going to be honest. He looked great in the first couple drives the last time he played the Bills. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. He, he had, yeah. Also, the bank. <laughs> yeah. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow can play mid and average like he did against the Ravens. But the difference between Joe Burrow and Josh Allen is Joe Burrow doesn't turn the ball over like he's giving out candy on Halloween. Taylor, do you have any um, any updates? He was at home. He was okay. All right, that's fine. Yeah. Well, either way, he's going to be there this week, I assume. Yes, he will. That's going to can't wait for him to tweet out that he's at home. That's going to let it fire. That would be funny. All right, well, by the way, if he, if he does that, fuck it. The Bengals are going to win by four. I think the Bengals win anyway. <laughs> win just, I don't three. know. We'll see. I, I think this is just putting together another year where the Chiefs will waltz to the Super Bowl. Like, because I, I think the, word, Bengals, the, the Bengals and the Bills have both looked like frauds. And, like, I, oh. loved the, I love the Jaguars. And, like, I'll always refer to Dougie P. And, you know, I like Trevor Lawrence. I'm a fan. But, like, I just don't think they're ready to bang with a team like the Chiefs again, yeah. Like ATM or however the hell you ATM. pronounce his name. <laughs> I gotta hit the Travis. ATM. Yeah, Travis. Do you know who uh, Josh Allen looked like to me on uh, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday? Uh, frat boy that no, had too no, many beers. Like another quarterback. Oh, uh, hold on, let me guess. Can I guess? Yeah. Um, white quarterbacks. Let me. Not think. literally looked like play like. Oh, played like. <laughs> All right. Uh, Carson Wentz. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Hold on. No, to the no, ball literally 100%. Too long. I literally said that yeah. to my friends <laughs> I was watching it with. He looked like Carson Wentz. Like, yes, he looked like a deer in like, headlights when like, the fucking pocket was collapsing. Yeah. Okay. Like, those, jo- like, what are you doing plays? Yeah. Josh Allen. That was trying like, too hard, trying to play hero ball. Yeah, that's textbooks Carson Wentz. Literally. Literally yeah. to a T. He yep. still has those well, tendencies from his answer. rookie year, man. He still has yeah. those from his rookie year from college. He still has those that desire to just make Brian the most Dable. irritating play ever. Brian Dable is a great coach, facts. Um, yeah, so fat? no, I said facts. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right. He's definitely fat. I, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, mean, I would yeah, say he he's is. fat. You, I, what would you say? I he think is? he's big boned. <laughs> I love the guy. I, I think he's adorable too. He's like teddy bear. I guarantee you, if he was you're a, such a weirdo, if he was a single man and he went to the bar, he oh, would get gosh. flocked by. All right. Now. Anyway, so we wrapped up all those games. He Eagles, like Giants is what we got. Bulldog. But I would like to say up. one more thing about the uh, the uh, Bills Dolphins game. That might have been the it. longest game of football. Oh, dude, I, yeah, I it was. Have ever watched in my Frank life the that tank was had to leave the so game early that was so painstakingly long i wanted to die for that entire first fourth quarter i know yeah. dude, that, that was, was horrible that was ridiculous i, well, I was just like, like s- what why aren't we just let's just call it at i could have been doing like, other, also, other things i am very torn on uh mike mcdaniel he's getting a lot of shit for the clock management which at yes it was horrible it was so so bad but, but also, does like but does Mike, Mike McDaniel, McDaniel deserve uh, credit for even having his team in position to win against yeah. the Bills with Skylar Thompson at quarterback? The doppelganger of Francisco Rojas? Yes. 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 So, like, exactly like Mike McDaniel, horrible clock management at the end of the game. Like, he deserves shit for that. But, like, also let's respect the fact that his team was in a position to beat the Bills with uh, his third-string QB on the road. Yeah, I, mean, Listen, got, I think McDaniel did a great job. Keep yeah, you got a rookie game. coach, rookie QB, third-string. Like, that, that's, that, that was nuts that they put that on. Obviously, like you said, clock management, horrible. But uh, and obviously he was ripping that weed pen on the sideline, so you know he, he was hitting the vape. That's that very funny. funny. <laughs> I, that was either I had to have been. I, I feel like I would go weed. Well, I mean no, it had to be because no. one, you're from Miami. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he would not get high during a game. They don't test for it anymore in the NFL. Hopefully, there's just no uh, way. Odyssey doesn't drug test. You're getting driven Francisco. everywhere. Guys, um, there is no way he would take the chance of getting caught smoking weed on the sideline. Maybe he's one of those I don't give a fuck guys. You know, yeah. there's a lot What's of that. I mean, he literally that, showed to a, He literally got to a right on the fucking plane and showed him a movie right after he had a massive concussion. So he's yeah, not the smartest. Things, he's not the two things he's not you aren't supposed to do. Not bright. I don't know. I just don't. Maybe don't he got like a that. nice little head high. You know, from, from <laughs> right. Nick Stick. You know? Anyway, the Eagles and the Giants. That's the game we're looking forward An to enjoy? the most. From Wawa. Um, they got Wawas down there. Philadelphia, eight o'clock on Saturday. And uh, I don't know. What do you guys think about this game? What well, are your first thoughts? First of all, Vince, uh, all right, let, we could talk about the game in a second. But what are your plans? Uh, like, this is a big deal. This is a communal <laughs> thing for the city of Philadelphia. What are your plans for the big game? I will not be tailgating, but I'm going to okay. go to a bar somewhere. You're going to go to a bar. See, I'm against going to a bar on an important game day like this, but that's just my personal opinion. I'm, listen, my, because listen, I find my, it hard to concentrate. My thinking is that um, if, I go, if you go tailgate, you're stuck either – Going to Xfinity or getting in the miles long subway line to get to the city. What if or I were to tell you waiting I know an hour and a half for an Uber? So what I'd if rather I were to tell just you I know a guy with a with an Airbnb that says come back to the house after the tailgate, we'll have a good time, we'll have some um, you know, we'll have some drinks and watch the game. What if I told you that? In center city. I'd tell you that uh I'm probably gonna go to a bar in center city. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. But uh, that's why I don't. That's why I don't love uh, the going to the tailgate like on a game like that because like it's impossible to get into Xfinity Live. It's kind of a fucking 
sin against our city that Xfinity Live is isolated as like the only yeah. bar everyone goes to there. Like we need more bars. Gatehouse. This is Gatehouse. Well, Gatehouse is phenomenal. We, I mean, we, it is absolutely phenomenal. They I think Kenny's there too. I think as from the nosebleeds, we could. Though. Yeah, as from the nose, as the from the nosebleeds podcast, we can make our like niche oh, intro. <laughs> okay, as I was saying, as of the podcast from the nosebleeds, we can make like our niche like Philadelphia thing, like fighting for more bars in uh around the stadiums. Listen, I feel like we can make I, that our personal fight. I don't have any pull with with this city council. <laughs> no, but we, get, Seamus, we, we can start a movement, brother. Back in there. The St. Joe's prep guy who's a Seamus, friend of Roman. Start a movement. Get him back in there. Start him. We could start a movement, Seamus. I, I, I'm all about starting movements, Vince. I'm, I'm very familiar. Bell movements. I'm, yeah, bell movements, especially <laughs> right. after the uh, the Wendy's. No, but what are you? What are Wait, your listen, guys' plans for the game? My plan for the game has not been determined yet, but <laughs> in a big game like this, I want to be sober. Maybe a couple hits. Right, that's crazy. Marijuana pen, but you know, you know, I want to be sober. Until about the like two minute warning in the first half, <laughs> two minute warning, then I'll start drinking because I'm either going to be happily drinking or like holy fuck, Daniel Jones is going to beat us. It's going to run us out of the lake. In which case, I will be angry, Seamus, and I will be hitting the totally do hard. So you know, I think I'm going to stay in. The I will com- be nowhere near. No, 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 no. I'm going to be in the comforts of my own house or my friend Steve's house. You know, because he can handle me. You know what I mean? He'll just throw me on the streets. <laughs> but um, so yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Um, Pat, how about you? The, I, actually, I think I'm going to go to the tailgate, meet up with Pat, pr- drink some water down there with Pat, <laughs> and then I'll figure it out. <laughs> Bro, if you're coming to the tailgate, there's no shot you're drinking water. I'm going to be hammered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be not surprised. Absolutely destroyed. <laughs> yeah, no, I, <laughs> you're gonna, you're, you're not going to remember the game. We got to link up with the Fink. Yeah, they're doing a tailgate. If yeah. we go to the tailgate, we got to link up with the Fink. Yeah, I mean, well, three beers. And uh, Devin, Devin Caney's going to be there, I believe. Yep. To shift the, uh, to the, the WIP for some reason. To, to shift to the actual game itself, like my thinking, I think we're all on the same page. We all believe the Eagles will win this game, and like I don't know, man. I feel like people have forgotten because you know Jalen played hurt in that last game of the year, and they didn't look amazing. And also, like it's pretty obvious, and I think I saw a report that the coaching staff of the Eagles kind of knew that there was a good chance we'd play the Giants in the playoffs. And, like, that's why they didn't open the playbook up exactly in mm-hmm. that game once they got up. So, like, I think people have forgotten that, like, a couple weeks before that, we fucking blew the, the hinges off their doors yeah. and, like, destroyed them. So, like, I still completely believe we are a way better team than the Giants, and there's no reason we shouldn't win this game. You know, if Jalen Hurts is even 80%, like, everyone's like, oh, he's not 100%. Find me a player right now who's 100%. That's not how football works. Everyone uh, is working. Everyone is working at a lower percentage because of the wear and tear you take over the course of a football season. So, yeah, I fully believe the Eagles should beat the Giants like pretty handedly. I don't like I said earlier. I don't think that beating the beating the Vikings is like that impressive. So I'm not exactly on this like Giants or elite train or anything. So I, I absolutely think Vince, quite and easily. I have, Vince, I absolutely agree with you. I I think that they could win. I know Tower thinks it's, that it's going to be closer. He actually does know much more about football than I do. But to be fair, in my defense, he produces and is part of Bell and the Bourbon, and that's a football show. So obviously he knows I more. the games. But that is the only reason why you know more. It's because you have more experience watching football. That's not my fault. The Eagles opened at what? Eight and a half point favorite? Nine and a half, wasn't seven. it? Not, no, yeah, I would, seven. I would take them to the cover. Seven. I would take them to cover any of those three. I think they uh, would I, th- I think plus. they could win by, by, by three or four scores. Uh, I think I'm would. surprised. I think they could. I'd say 10 plus. All right, yeah. that's, that's I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's 10 plus at all. 
I, but here's the I thing. just I don't buy the Giants. I don't. So yeah. Vince um, and everyone else, do you guys believe in putting like negative energy into the universe? Like, do you think that's like actually a thing? No. No. So I don't either. But uh, I, I do want to like. <laughs> but I might believe it. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. no. I, I want to experiment with something here. It no go- experimentation. Go- God forbid. No, shut the fuck up. God nope, forbid. Nope, 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 nope. What no. happens? I think Sirianni gets fired. I think Sirianni. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, somebody gets hurt. No, 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 no. I, I think if Daniel Jones comes into the link and, and like, let's say they win by three touchdowns and Jalen's fine, right? Jalen's, like, health-wise, I'm meaning. I think somebody's got to – something's going to happen. Be- because there is absolutely no – There is absolutely I, yeah, no way – so. There's absolutely no way that they lose this game. So it's funny. It's funny that you say this. I'm just trying to think of like if that I just, happened. I just uh, this. I just last night um, finished up watching the Wrexham AFC uh, show with Rob McElhenney and uh, Ryan Reynolds, and there's one episode where Rob goes to Philly and talks to uh, both Coach Sirianni and then goes to Lori and asks for him for advice because he's now the owner of a football of a soccer team. Um, so he needed. He wanted to get some advice from owner to owner, and Lori said literally. That the way that he views it is if it looks like the culture of the team is pr- making them on an up- upward trajectory going forward over the next five years, there's no shot he's going to fire a coach. So, like, that alone just kind of solidifies. Like, obviously, Sirianni has a winning culture in this with this team. Yeah. And, like, the no way he is cultivating this team and like the locker room is incredible and it's like i think i just think i don't think that he's gonna get fired no, and i don't think they lose the game either i'm just saying like <clears throat> yeah. you know like i that's why dude please please blow them out because <laughs> because dude if this city is already like negative about the eagles which they are i mean people are saying well Joe one's not 100 i don't dude, know about this i don't know about I'm, that i'm at the point where i think like i actively think that uh like the reporters or you know radio personalities in the city like they have to just root against the team, right? Like, well, so it, they have it, something to talk about. I don't yeah. think so. I think no, you're, I literally think people like Angelo dude, Cataldi, not for every, I think he thrives when the Eagles are not doing well. Every single time I turn on, so I've been driving my dad's car to work and home uh, the last couple of weeks, and uh, every single time I, it's the only time I ever listen to any like sports talk radios. Every no, single time I listen, it's nothing but like. Oh, the Eagles aren't good because of this, and who knows? You know, Jalen is not healthy, and oh, they actually aren't even that. Good. I just feel like I never hear them talking positively. Well, about they the need Eagles. something to talk about well, that'll get callers riled up and get people interacting with. It's them. such to be a fair, fucking to be fair, and I'm not saying this is thing. a bad thing, but the Odyssey station in the city of Philadelphia is very, very, very dramatic when it comes to uh, Jalen Hurts' shoulder injury because all I heard last week on that station was, listen, he's not 100%. Why isn't he throwing? This was last Friday. Remember when he wasn't throwing and that was the yeah. whole, this whole thing? Uh, why isn't he throwing? This is, It's Friday. I know it's a bye, but it's still Friday. He should be throwing. Based on what, by the way? It, it's it's your Okay, if it was a Friday and there's a game on Sunday, yeah, we got a problem And if he's not throwing. But it's just, ever since Jalen got hurt, it's like they they play doctor almost and they're like, Oh yeah, well he's definitely like, like more hurt than Sirianni's lying to us. Sirianni's definitely lying to us. And it's like, well, you don't know that for sure. And lo and behold today, the injury report came out or yesterday. I forget what day yeah, it came out. Yesterday it came out. He's not even on the, on the injury report. And neither by the way is Josh sweat. Neither is sweat, which the, is fucking the only huge. people on there are Maddox and um, Lane and Lane, Robert which, Quinn, uh, well, he's whatever. What's I, what's it's name? crazy. How guy? much of a Linville. ghost he's Yeah. Dead. Linville, Linville orchards, whatever. <laughs> 
like listen. Well, what, I mean, he I, was injured for like five weeks. Right. <laughs> what so. I said, what I said a couple minutes ago is like, still how I feel. Like no one is a hundred percent at this point in the year. Like let's wait to see what Jalen looks like. You know, in a game where he's probably going to be unleashed, uh, unlike he was in week eighteen. So like, I don't know. Let's wait on it. Like so many. It seems like again, it seems like so many people just want him to be hurt, so they have something to talk about, and it pisses me off. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, it's 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 also they're preying on the people that they want to call in and like stir up controversy and shit, so people will call in and like yell about it and all that shit. So it's like, yeah, I take zero stock in what any of them. Oh, hundred percent. No, <laughs> like, and you can. I mean, like to be fair, like sports talk radio is not much different than the the, the talking heads nationally, yeah. right? Like. It's they're they're based in Philadelphia. You're playing a character. You're playing a character. These people play characters. You have to get people to call into the station and to interact and Mm -hmm. to listen. And so I understand it. I listen to it because first I just love I just love uh, sports talk radio. Morons. I I just I I get entertained by it. I don't go to sports talk radio for information or for facts. I go for entertainment. And I do think that there are some uh, people in the city that are very good at what they do. But at the end of the day, sports talk radio locally is entertainment, and that's and that's what those all those first like first take and the undisputed with Skip and Jack. That's all entertainment. That's all it is. And for people to get riled up, oh my God, can you believe Stephen A. Smith said this? Can you believe Colin Coward said this? Can you believe uh, whatever said this or that? It's like, well, yeah, because their job is quite literally to entertain slash cause controversy slash get ratings. So I mean, listen. If you if you want facts, watch sports, and listen to podcasts that are devoted to analytics or or formulate your own opinion. Formulate your own opinion instead but, of yeah. just to taking one from somebody else and running with it. Like. Right, and, and I I just think it's entertaining to just to be flat out honest with you. I get sick of it sometimes because sometimes it's no, the you same. Don't. Yeah, I do. Sometimes <laughs> I it's the same you. shit all the time. So I switch to different markets, and they entertain me in different markets. He he loves his Josh Ennis. No, I, I, I do. I, Josh Ennis is doing great things with the the Nashville Rock and Roll Station. I will say that. But uh, what a fall from grace he had! Uh, what a fall from grace! Uh, I'm not getting into that one. Though. That's a whole can of worms. Um, back Didn't to you the talk game. all last week about how he was fighting Gargano? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Any updates on that story? Well, from, dude, from I, four years ago. I had no idea that Anthony Gargano allegedly. <laughs> Uh, threatened Josh while they were co-workers. That's awesome. I it's love hilarious. that for him. It's very funny. It's incredible. It's pretty good. <laughs> that would be like, you know, Barchard, you know, sticking a knife into Tower's <laughs> neck. What? <laughs> After an episode of uh, Bell and the Birdman, Barchard's like, hey, you know what, Taylor? I didn't like the audio last week. <laughs> you want to go outside and fight? Your John? <laughs> you want to go outside and fight? <laughs> He's kind of close, honestly. And then Vince Quinn's like, <laughs> John, come on, don't fight Taylor. I mean, we need him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Taylor's trying so hard not to laugh. All right, well, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm trying to comprehend which is which voice because they sound the same. Well, since it's the playoffs, I, I'm, not, I'm not big into, like, score predictions, but I'm going to give one, and you guys are more than welcome to give one. Uh, I think the Eagles are going to win 35 to whatever's less than four scores from 35. What? What? <laughs> 35 to 7. I go Eagles. Okay. 35 to 7. I think our defense is too good. I think Daniel Jones I was going to say collapse, but that you know. Still not I, I don't want to say that. <laughs> um but I think Daniel Jones is a deer in headlights. Yes. So I say thir- I I shouldn't have said that and I apologize. But Vince, uh do you have any final score predictions? Uh I th- I think I'm leaning 
I'll say so. I don't know for sure concrete, but I'll say something around 30 to 17, something like that. Yeah, well, nobody knows for sure. These are just, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think the Giants put up 20. That's, Saqu- that's as close as I'm going to go to a score Saquon's the only thing that scares me on that team. We do have a great run defense, though, so that helps We actually contained the shit out of him. If Saquon yeah. gets, game we had if, against if them, Saquon gets you know, a slight cold and doesn't feel well. My I mean, relationship- Saquon only had like 20-some yards the first time we played them. Yeah. My relationship with Saquon Barkley is... Uh, it sucks because I loved him at Penn, like Penn State. Like I've always said, is like the closest thing to a fandom I have in college football, and he was like my favorite player like there. So like with the history getting, of the uh, culture over there, uh, interesting. You know, it's not it's not the greatest no. I heard, but uh, no Saquon was electric. Saquon I loved him, and it sucks that he had to end up on a rival team because now I have to root against him all the time. But like he's a, he's electric, and I want to root for him. But no, he's the only thing that scares me. But like Pat said, we contained him. We can do it again. We have a great run defense. So. Yeah, I think maybe like Saquon gets a touchdown. You know, uh, Danny Danny Dimes probably throws like one or runs one in. So there's 14, and I think they hit a field goal somewhere in there. So there you go. Hey Taylor, uh, any predictions? Uh, probably Eagles only by six. I think it's going to be. Close. So you think it's going to be close? And and that's not a that's not a very hot take at all. I think the majority of the country thinks that it's going to be a close game. But Taylor I, I got just, scared of Danny Jones, Danny Dimes against the 31st ranked defense. Taylor, I can tell. I, I can see it in his eyes. Taylor, but do you understand what I'm He's saying? Quivering over there. In that it's still the New York Giants. It's I still Dan, it's still Daniel Jones, and it's still Lincoln there's, Financial there's, Field. There's a ton of trends of uh, one seeds that are more than a touchdown favorites, not really living up to that. No, I and so. I understand that. I just think that this team is. I, I think they're ready, man. Like okay. I think the, I think the Eagles. Are I'm gonna... saying they're winning. God no, 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 damn. no. I, I just think like... I think they're going to demolish them. I've just I've been a I've been <laughs> I a Giants. I think we've all been a like a, a Giants aren't as good as their record all year type yeah, uh, podcast. We thought they were frauds all year, <laughs> and you know what's you know what they have in common with the team they beat. We also all thought the Minnesota Vikings were frauds. So yeah. again, I'm not hopping on Make this bandwagon of like. But suddenly believing the New York Giants are like a threat to the one seed because they beat the shitty fucking Vikings who suck, who stink. Kirk Cousins is their fucking quarterback. Did people really think the Vikings would do anything? Yeah, until it came down to the last play where he had thrown uh, three yard passes. (laughs) That is the perfect way to end a Kirk Cousins. Fourth and eight. He goes, here you go. Well, I tried. I tried to, (laughs) I got the ball out of my hands. He didn't run. That game is a perfect example of what Kirk Cousins will do. He will keep tricking people because he'll have decent to good regular seasons, and then maybe he'll play decent to good enough in in this game. But when it matters, he won't win it. When it matters, he will not win a game like this or any game like this or any big game. But the fact that he's getting ready to slob on Kirk's knob. The fact that he played good in the regular season, the fact that he played fine in that game, is going to trick people into continuing to bring him back and continuing to pay him. I agree, Vince. I okay. think Kirk Cousins is a fraud. I thought he was fine that game. It's not that hit. I think fourth take. and eight is just a great decision. Okay, by yeah, him. one play. Yeah, but one, anyway, my, one, my point, play. My point on, on the line. My point on this was that like the Giants beating them doesn't make me fear the Giants now. I don't suddenly think no. they're a threat to the one seed. It gave me Kyle Schwarber bunting in the World Series. They're still that same team that I view as frauds that they've been since the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So I that's all that. I have to say. All right, so we're going to do our segment where we each rattle off. And Taylor, you're more than welcome to participate. To wrap up the show, I don't know show. if we have time tonight. Well, Vince, you can you can fire yours away. Oh, real quick, I guess I'll get this in here at the end. Uh, 
obviously everyone was following the flyer situation last night with Provorov and not wanting to wear the LGBTQ jersey uh, on Pride night, and he didn't take the ice. But did he play in the game? I don't even remember. He did. Yeah, he played. He just didn't. Okay, but he didn't wear that jersey. He didn't want to wear the jersey with a rainbow on it. God forbid. Um, let me just say that uh, I guess I'll go out on a limb here. If you're if you're gonna fall back on religious beliefs to hate and uh, be prejudiced against a group of people and not accept uh, the way they were born or live, uh, you're a piece of shit. And also, fuck the Flyers for, you know, your your whole like LGBTQ inclusion night really rings hollow when one of your players openly does not like gay people and you have not a word to say about it. You don't punish him at all. So it's like, how how inclusive are you really uh, being for LGBTQ people when one of your players hates uh, gay people and you don't do anything Uh, about it? Listen, I think, real quick, I think Provorov was obviously wrong. And to use religion is just an absolute excuse. A cowardly way. To be hateful. You know, it's it's actually... But but I don't blame the Flyers organization at all. In fact, they released a statement saying that they, you know, where they stand... With the inclusion of LGBT, they should yeah, but they're doing the whole like we hockey. respect we respect his right to believe what he believes, which is absolutely yeah, bullshit. because you'd have a huge lawsuit on your hands if you didn't. I How? Think fly- I think Who would sue? Because then he fine. has grounds to sue them. I think the Flyers <laughs> so handled, what? handled it fine. Wait, what would he sue them for? For violating his re- right to religious freedom. That's not you, as I, a private organization. I, you have no nor there. We all <laughs> yeah. collectively agree as a that, private organization. That, you have no right to uphold that. That Provorov mm-hmm. is a is a bigot. I mean, like that. Yeah, he's 100%. using religion just, as an it's, excuse. It's very funny how and this always this uh, this might be my last point. I know we have to wrap up. It's always funny how people like Provorov and other you know I'll use Christians for example because I believe he's a Russian Catholic Orthodox or whatever. Yeah, it's always funny how people like that. They're so uh, inherent that they have to follow the religion which i don't even think it says anything about being against gay people but it's always like oh well my religion doesn't accept this so i have to be against it but people like provorov uh his religion prevents men and women from living together before they're married he lives with his girlfriend uh it prevents premarital sex i guarantee you he's not a virgin all the uh, and then take it towards take it towards christian people they're like oh i have to be against gay people because my religion is yet they get tattoos they eat shellfish they curse they work on sundays they work on Sundays, which you should be stoned to death they drink water my point is why is it that oh the only why is it the only part of the religion that these people have have to staunchly follow is the part that includes hating gay people or hating people that are different? Because that's they the just hate part, gay people. That's the only part that and these people follow. And they're using religion as an excuse. They're cherry if, pickers. If Ivan Provorov really felt like he had to follow his religion you know, to a T, why is he living with his girlfriend? Why has he had premarital sex? Why did he ever get a haircut? Because he's not he, supposed he, to get a haircut. It's, it's just know, all fraud. It's all fraud shit. And it's absolutely fucking insane that we still have to deal with this. And like, you know, uh, Lawton, I believe his name, he has a gay brother and he, everyone everyone was clapping and saying like, oh, he showed such class in his answers. It's actually fucking bullshit that he even has to, you know, be the bigger person or show class when someone in your locker room that you consider a brother or a friend is saying like, hey, what what your brother does is disgusting and I don't support it. But that's just my opinion. And by the way, I was very shocked, not for nothing, to see Tony D'Angelo. On, yeah, on, I couldn't believe that. I actually couldn't believe my. I, I could not believe that. Knowing his history. Because yeah. he, I guess, unlike uh, Provorov, realizes this is a league-wide initiative and, like, get out there because your team told you to. Which is, again, much bad press, that is honestly. why yeah, that like, is why I, the Flyers should have... I to wear a goddamn that, rainbow. For that is why seconds. the Flyers should have punished Provorov because he went against a league-wide uh, initiative. That's fair. And, and by the way, John Tortorella could have benched him. Like, there's no doubt about that. Uh, he could have benched him. Would have been appropriate. Um, listen, 
That's all I, I, I just I, I just don't have really have a problem with the way Tortorella or the Flyers organization handled this specific situation. Personally, that's just my opinion. My beef is with Provorov for for just being a hateful bigot. That's my beef and do using you, religion as. Do an you excuse. see my point at all though? The with the Flyers, the, you see, do you see I, my absolutely. Point? I absolutely see your point. Your message of inclusivity rings hollow when one of your players openly hates gay people and is not punished for it. Yeah, but that's like saying... But it's also... like, like You have to understand the you, business side of things, too, because but if you literally CEO, can get a lawsuit against bench, you as, as a company. Bench you can get a lawsuit. It doesn't matter Pat, if you're private or Pat, anything. Cannot. Yes, I'm just no, telling you from an actual business perspective. It does you, not matter. You because cannot. my parents have a private company. And if they openly were against somebody because and they were trying to force someone to do something because of their religion or they fired them because they were some sort of religion then you can come right back and sue the no, company no yeah, one's you can you no can i've talked so money. many times about no this one is mom. punishing yeah. no one is punishing ivan Provorov <clears throat> for being a russian orthodox catholic but he refused to take part in a league-wide initiative but that is ground, his religion that that's is grounds where it gets to, no, hairy I don't. There's grounds to be. He could be benched. You think Ivan? You think Ivan Provorov would go to court because he got benched in a game? If 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 the Flyers, if the Flyers punished him, he would definitely appeal. That's the punishment he should have had. He shouldn't have. No, no, no. But like you were like, it it seemed like earlier at least you were saying like fine or something. That's kind of more what it seemed like. I don't think. But I'm just saying like if he had been punished in any way, then. I th- like a more serious way, obviously, then I think there would have been a lot more issues. At the very the least, the right you sh- at the very least, statement. you shouldn't allow him to play in the game where he's protesting uh, gay people because he doesn't. And they could have, yeah, and they, they also could have, they also could have handled that a lot better by just saying he had an injury for the day. My point is, like, people, like, uh, well, I would not feel bad for Ivan Provorov. He was punished in any way, and I, fuck him if he wants to sue, whatever. But like, people are like, oh, what about his right to believe what he wants? Like, dude, gay people get murdered every day behind the hatred that he is spewing like this and openly like oh well you know i just don't agree with it like people die because of this shit and you have a guy on a national presence now now it's a national stage because of this when you're spewing that kind of shit all it does is open up gay people to suffer more violence more bigotry against them like it's fucking disgusting and i don't know i just I, i get what you're saying pat i do uh, I think he just shouldn't have been able to play in that game. That's it. Yeah. And just to clarify, I'm obviously very against all of this. Yes, obviously. The, we all the Flyers are. business perspective. As a show, why, we all are. Why I, they're doing Yes, this. I know. I, I don't mean to make it seem mm-hmm. like you guys aren't on yeah. my side. I know you are. We just have slight differences in the whole blaming the Flyers thing, which mm-hmm. obviously and it's tricky. But at the Provorov gets traded. Yeah, get just I I can't I just can't believe we're still talking about this kind of shit in 2023. Right, but anyway, up, that's the end of it. To wrap it up, uh, Philly spring training starting soon. Go Burns. Hell yes. Go birds. Bring All right. Back, uh, beat the Giants, baby. Talk to you guys next Go week. If, if we lose to the Giants, dude, I'm going <laughs> to do something bad to myself. Thank you all for listening. All right. Peace.